Week two, baby. We're back, right? Tell the whole damn world is Bears territory, baby. <laughs> How about those Berkeley Bears, huh? You yeah. like that? You like that? Yeah. You know, the, th- <laughs> the thing was is that, um, you know, I was uh, uh, I was a little tired, so I fell asleep. Um, watching I think the game's still that. on, by the way. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I saw, think they're I, still I, playing. I fell, I fell asleep in the, in the Stanford uh, SC game. So then I go upstairs and, uh, you know, old man Eddie wakes up the first time at like two in the morning. And I was like, I was going to, maybe it was one thirty. I look over at the phone and I think that it was like, maybe it was 13 to 10 at halftime. Um, it was 10-3. And then, yeah, 10-3. Cal, oh, Cal turned it on in the second half. Okay, so. so he dubbed us up. Maybe. maybe, maybe 13 to 10 when it was that I looked at the phone and then I went to, I went to sleep back to sleep and then woke up at three 15 and I was like, well, I wonder who won. And, uh, <laughs> and so I turn it on and I see that, that on the game tracker that, that cow has the ball, they're down two, and they're like at the 48 yard line. And so I'm, you know, fidgeting through trying to be able to get it to queue up on my phone and the Fox sports one app or whatever else. Right. And it pulls up right when they're doing a review of the of the goal line thing and so my first thought was that oh my god cal fumbled on the on the on the inch line and then i thought for sure that we were right back to uh to the to the payback for their uh, 60 to 59 escape against us same thing guy looks like he's in replay isn't conclusive you go up and just shank the 17 yarder yeah, and, I so uh, I so was expecting that to miss, and I totally full disclosure. I didn't see it live. There's no way I'm staying up till whatever ungodly hour that actually finished. But um, no, no, I, it was it was total it just snuck through. Yeah. Total happenstance for me that I was up, and my heart is racing a million miles an hour yeah. at three twenty-five in the morning. It goes through running around the, running around the bedroom with arms, but it's still not over. Yeah, but you know it was a, it was a, I mean the way they played the end was great. You know they rushed three guys. A little bit of pressure had everybody else back, and, then, yeah, and the one and the one guy just drilled Eason on when they to finish it off. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. the ball into our lumbering quarterback's hands at midfield and see if at he midfield. can somehow do something. And, with it. Yeah. yeah, so kudos to them, man. I mean, coming, you know, Weaver making the call after that lackluster game against UC Davis, and yeah. then come out and go up to Seattle and and punk the dogs with a two wow. and a half hour rain delay wow rain delay too yeah just that was a impressive. huge wow especially when they're down early too i mean it just like all right you can turn it off now it's, it's over yeah and, and uh, no yeah and and uh and now you know all of a sudden you know the huskies road is and the thing is is that we you know we talked last night after after our game and um and you know we occasionally during during mid-season you know, have a bet, you know, you have, you have a thousand dollars and you can, you know, spend the money however it is that you want. And the thing that we talked about yesterday was, you know, a thousand dollars on who's going to win the Pac-12 North. And, and I was saying I put $800 down on the dogs. Um, right. Now the, the dogs can't be in that discussion. I mean, that, that road, when you have a, a divisional loss at home, Um, but, um, but man, they have, they have a really tough road now. It's a really tough road. They do. They do. I, I, I would certainly not count them out. I, I wouldn't mean, either, but it's, it's, it's a tough road. <clears throat> it's very early. It is a tough road. And, and, you know, you can, we'll talk about more about the conference on a whole later, but, yeah. um, 
No, it, well, I, I will agree with you that the road definitely got tougher. <laughs> and, and with one, you know, one 17-yard field goal has made their road tougher. But that doesn't, that doesn't really mean that they're done. But we'll, we'll get to that. So 2-0 is 2-0 is 2-0 is 2-0, right? Undefeated. Would you rather be 1-1? One one? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, Undefeated. Yes. Three, three, three years ago, we're sitting here after having, you know, lost to Eastern and then kicked another one against Boise State, and we're oh. sitting there at zero and two. And who the world knew that we were going to ending? That we we're going to lose Idaho. Off, <laughs> yeah. We're going we're to reel off eight straight after that, you know, right. to go to eight and two. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, we'll take two and zero oh any day of the week. Well, any day of the week. Absolutely, of course, and. Um, Let's talk briefly, well, not briefly, but let's just talk about, I guess, what we liked, kind of like what we did last week, what we liked, Mm -hmm. what we didn't like, and then kind of where things kind of feel right now, and then we can kind of talk about the Pac-12 after yesterday. But lead off with, what did you like the most after yesterday? I think that... um... It has to be, you know, everything centered on the offense. I don't yeah. know what it is right now that there isn't to like about about the offense. Um, right. I mean, I think there there's some certainly not like the you know the opposition that we've played in terms of providing some sort of accurate measure of um, of uh, you know what things are going to look like moving forward. But um, but to me. Um, you know, it just, it, it looks, it looks like they're just a, a tour de force. And, um, and I was especially encouraged. I mean, you know, there were, there were times I felt like in, in week one where, um, where the offensive line play was, uh, was a little bit spotty. And, um, and I thought yeah. yesterday, I mean, there were times and, you know, Gordon showed his mobility and some, uh, and some pretty nice little footwork um, as yeah. well. But I think that there was one play where he must have held the ball for almost 10 seconds. Well, I think and, I, and I, there wasn't I, any, there wasn't even anybody near him when he got rid of it at that time as well. I mean, pretty remarkable. Well, I think the official, I know what you're talking about. I think the, I heard in the post game, I think the official was 12. They counted 12 seconds. Wow. That play, wow. Which, that's like three plays in one play. Yeah. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's so, so I thought the offensive line play was better. I thought they played with, with, with better continuity. Um, and, uh, you know, the wide receiving core is, uh, is, 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 uh, is pretty remarkable. And, um, and, you know, it had, had Des had a little bit of the dropsies, uh, yesterday, which is somewhat uncharacteristic, but, um, yeah, he did drop like two back to back, dropped right? a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know he still is playing really physically. Uh, yeah, Esip looks Esip looks fantastic. He's, he's midseason form. I mean, yeah. he's like um, he's like a a, a slightly more um, athletic to me. River Craycraft. I mean, you know he's this, yeah, this he's pretty amazing right now. combination yeah. of both hands and also um, also you know escapability with the you know the athleticism that comes with being able to play on the outside. Right. Um, and um, Arcanado looks great. Looks like a Scott Lundy type. I mean, he really does look like a different player um, body wise. And then you know, Max um, Max is, is is Max, and it was nice to be able to see Macintosh get in there and you know bust out that one run. Um, yeah, he looks like um, nifty. You can tell you can tell that he's nifty. I mean, I think yeah. I think that he could be a you know a, the legit number two guy that we that we really, really need him to be once it is that he figures out the offense. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, I think you have one side of the ball that, um, you know, Leach earlier in the year and, and he's on a, um, on a couple of, uh, of radio shows, um, down here, um, each week. Um, and he was really adamant in, uh, in his, uh, in his summer interviews that he thought that this team had a potential to, uh, to be considerably better than they were last year. And, um, and offensively at the very least, um, I yeah. think that you can start to see that he really wasn't blowing smoke when he said that. Um, they, they, they really do have the potential um, to be special, I think. Well, and it's, um, it's, it's the beauty, I think, to me and to everybody else is that there's just not one thing that you can say, if we take player X out of the mix, then we're cooked. Because there's so much depth at, uh, at the skills. And it's like, well... I still, I, I was bewildered after last week and I'm still thinking it now. I mean, who do you focus on if you're a defense to stop? I guess if I were an opposing team, I, I guess I would, I would sit back. I, I would do the UW style and say, let's hope we get pressure with our three up front and just clog every lane we can and take our chances. I guess. I don't know how to, I don't know how you defend it though. And especially if you do that with the, the Borgie running north south and and um, and especially finishing off drives too and then a couple of nice little touchdown runs were great. Um, they're just they're really they're a real tough matchup for anybody we're going to play from here on out. Clearly, um, I'm I'm all I'm Team Eric Gordon. I mean I think I love that nickname by the way, Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon. I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It fits perfectly. But what 900 yards and nine touchdowns roughly already. Um, and he just looks so calm and cool. Now, you know, of course, qualifying it with, well, who were they playing? Um, that was not a good defense. And, and no. no pass rush whatsoever. I mean, the 12-second play. But there was a lot of other instances where he had all day to throw that ball. And he could hold it and wait and wait and wait and wait and then throw. And it was just still fine. Um but, you know, also a, a nice array of throws. There, there was that one touchdown he just missed to Roderick Fisher up the sideline, one-on-one deep, that was like a half stride off. I mean, it, I, and I, I, I would have to – I'll watch it again. But it looked like maybe – It almost looked like a, it was receiver error. Yeah, it's like he, he paused yeah. just a, that slight hesitation. Yeah. Or else he runs under that ball and it's six points. I mean, it was, a, it was yep. a beautifully thrown ball. The one that I really got excited about that brought me back to a flashback to the Oregon game last year was the touchdown to Winston where he to Aesop where he threw it up in the corner of the end zone. Same yeah. exact throw that Minshew hit Aesop in like a third and goal situation against Oregon with that little end zone fade, that sneaky yeah. little hesitation go. And it was perfectly thrown and he got the feet down in the end zone. It was just beautiful. And it's like, gosh, the guy can make every throw. There's yeah. not a throw. he. Can't. It seems like right now there's just not a throw he can't make. Even though the go route up the seam, he hit a couple of those too. And, well, even, and there, there was, there, there, was the, there was the one on the first drive where yeah. it was that he, uh, that he threw it into triple coverage and, and, uh, and, and teardropped it over the linebacker and then threaded it right in between the, the corner and the safety. Yeah. It's fantastic. It a spectacular throw. ball. Yeah. Yeah. There were only your guys going to come down with it, even though it looks pretty risky from the, from the get go. The, um, and this is going to sound completely ridiculous. <laughs> we talked about it last night. But you know, I, I like to uh, I like to look at quarterbacks and like look for a physical comp. Like, who does he remind me of when you know at any level? And like, like different the way they deliver the ball, the way they move with their feet, and the way you know the way the ball comes out and all that stuff. It, he kind of reminds me of a poor man's Aaron Rodgers, and I know that sounds I, you know, stupid. 
it, it, it doesn't even sound stupid. go there. It, 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 no, it doesn't sound stupid. And you know, if you go back and watch the YouTube of uh, of Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, at USC, which was you know one of the the great Pac twelve games, um, and, and see what it is that he looked like as a college kid. It, it, it's it's pretty eerie. It, it there is a similarity. There, there's yeah. a, there's a body type that's similar, and Gordon's yeah. actually a little slightly taller. But um, they both have the same, you know. They, they they have the repertoire of the of the various arm angles, but in the main have the same overhand, really quick kind of wristy um, release where the ball just really pops. Um, yeah. it, it's it, it's a really good comp. It's a really good comp. We'll see what happens with that comp. <laughs> we'll see what happens when we go on the road because yeah, we it's going to change pretty quickly here. But. Uh, as far as the stakes and the, the talent and the windows are going to be smaller and the pass rushes are going to be better. And there, there's a long way to go, but he, he is putting on a show uh, at the get go and, you know, 1200 yards of total offense in two weeks. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty video game-ish. Um, the, the, on that tone, the Cougs lead the, the Pac-12 in scoring and points allowed. I don't know if you saw that. I know it's two games and it's silly to get excited about that, but. Uh, they're the only team that scored over 100 points, and, and we've allowed the fewest points in the conference so far. It's pretty amazing. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm holding on to that. <laughs> um, and I, I have to echo the offensive line play. I mean, uh, Liam Ryan, they were hailing him after the game about how well of a game he played at left tackle. And it, it was he lineman of the week last week. So, I mean, he's playing really, really well. There, there's a cohesion there that it's like it just feels like they can take on any challenge. So. So far, so good. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'll continue to say, too, you know, Borgie with, uh, you know, a limited amount of touches yesterday and, and, and three touchdowns, um, the dynamic of the offense inside the red zone has been completely transformed um, in the last uh, year since uh, yeah. since he came in and, and, and Mealy took over. And, and also, I think a lot of it has to do also with, with, uh, with Mason Miller. Yeah. Um, but um, – uh, but it, it is it is remarkable about the options that they have now inside the red zone. And you really, I mean, you get inside the five yard line, you really do feel, especially, you know, they get start spreading folks out. You feel like like they can't be stopped because Max is going to be able to to bulldoze his way to, for three or four yards to be able to get in there. And that, you know, without, you know, compromising the end zone fade, yeah. those slants kind of, you know, towards the back part of the end zone, yep. a quick hit out in the flat. I mean, they're, they're now, you know, the, 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 the great thing, you know, we just tallied up every week for every single broadcast, you know, this is where the air rate has a really difficult mm-hmm. time when you get inside, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And this year it's, 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 and last year as well. Um, it just doesn't feel that way. No, no, it, it, and it, it, yeah, it, it feels I, I, there's much more of a, a battering ram with, with Borgie than I think was even a, even a year ago where he, he admitted he was overwhelmed at times. And man, I remember that Oregon game. He got lit up a couple of times where he like ran into a brick wall and went backwards, but that he's, he's moving guys now. I mean, I, he must've improved his squat and deadlift, uh, whatever he did in the off season. Cause he, he looks really physical now. And um, you know, and, and you mentioned Macintosh, there that is a nice little wrinkle to add in there and to take the load off of of max but also a little bit of more of a of a speed jukey element to him but 
I was looking at something after the game. You know, he had five touchdowns in 2017 for Notre Dame. I mean, it's not bad. And I don't know if they were garbage or whatever, garbage time touchdowns or whatever, but the guy has played at a, at a high level. He may be a real big piece as we go forward too. So oh, I, th- I think, I think he's going to be the the number two guy that we really, really want and need him to be the moment that it is that he gets better at, at pass pro. I mean, I, I think that just, you know, learning, learning that is not a, um, is not an easy thing, but, you know, they rave about, you know, the fact that he's, that he's catches the ball well out of the backfield and you can, you can see that, you know, he, he runs more upright than Max does, but he's yeah. shifty and he's quick. I mean, he's, you, you can he's tell. He's taller than it. Max, isn't he? Isn't he like 5'11 or something? He seems taller. Um, well, maybe it's because he runs higher. Maybe more upright. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Okay. So I, and We'll probably touch back on some of this later, but we have to go to what we didn't like. Um, you want to lead off with uh, with what we didn't like about yesterday? Sure, um, <laughs> love to. Yes, yeah, so you'd love 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 to <laughs> love to hate. Um, no hate here. Yeah, you know the the, th- the thing is, is I I you know working in a university, I feel a, a tremendous um, a, um, amount of reticence about. Um, you know, criticizing um, folks that could, um, I don't teach undergraduates anymore, but you know, that before that could be in my classroom, I just wouldn't feel that it would be appropriate to do that. Um, But, but this is a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll try to, we'll try to frame it. Um, uh, There are, um, we'll start by saying that, um, and I texted this to you, to you uh as well as a little suture during the game um the bad news is is that there's not one level of our defense that i feel good about right now um and um you know the big the big caveat is that it's early um these are tricky games um these are games that no matter you know what kind of a company line these guys tow about, you know, respecting everybody, you know, one game a week, just trying to get better. The bottom line is that they see, they see the, the film. They know these, these, these guys aren't any good and they're trying to pad stats. So yeah. lack of motivation coming out flat over pursuit street ball. I mean, out of their gaps. Kind of, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that, you know, that comes with, you know, lack of experience, learning how to be able to communicate, um, trying to be able to do too much, yada, 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 yada. Um, I think that the areas that, um, that I'm the most um, concerned about um, are the areas that, I, that, were, um, that were not good this week or even really not good this week um, that were also not very good last week. Um, and so... I would just say that um, that the interior of the defensive line um, is a major, major, major area of concern. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, uh, um, you know, you and I both talked about the fact that, and I tweeted this out uh, yesterday as well, that um, we're seeing about how incredibly important it is to be able to have a level uh, tackling out of the nickel position. And we're not seeing that at all. In fact, we're seeing the exact opposite and that's painful. We're missing Hunterdale, um, no doubt about it. Missing Hunterdale big time. And, um, 
And, you know, then I think that there are also um, there are also some some areas of the safety position where it is that, that we're really not seeing um, the kind of run support that we got out of the safety position that we got out of out of Jalen Thompson. And um, and um, given the fact that I have played uh, nary a down of uh, of of defensive football in my life, I feel stupid saying this, but um but it sure seems to me like Bryce Beekman is playing out of position. Um, and uh, because he seems like the type of guy that, you know, could really, really lay the hammer to somebody coming up the middle. Hmm. Um, and uh, he has the body type, um, makeup, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, I don't have the ability to, uh, to tape the Pac-12 game, so I'd love to be able to see um, – you know, what it is that the secondary uh, look like. I mean, clearly guys are overrunning and, and, uh, and trying to do too much um, at times. I think I saw Theo said that, 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 that Langford started yesterday at corner instead of Marsh. Yes. Um, but I don't really remember seeing him out on the field very much. I just remember seeing Marsh. And again, yeah. you know, sometimes my, my eyes are slow. So, you know, what's weird though, is uh, I, I did see that as well, but then I saw in the, the official Washington state final stats that Marsh was credited with the start. So Ah, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it was like one play and he was out of there. I don't know. No, that's a good question, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember seeing him out there at all. So it was interesting for me after the game to see that he was uh, that he was supposed to get his first start. Um, but yeah, so so I think you know we talked a little bit about you know what what we may need to do or look for you know moving forward. But obviously you know the defensive side of the ball. Um, was uh was was just it, it it did not feel good um at all and what made it you know particularly troubling is i didn't i didn't feel really good about about any of it i thought woods played great um and we'll we talk about the good things again you know here in a second but but it it, it was not a it was not an inspiring performance well i mean i i can't disagree with what seems like is an issue in the middle of the line and uh, in particular, the running game, um, the run defense or lack thereof in some spots. Um, there looked like a hell of, <clears throat> excuse me, a hell of a lot of empty spaces right in the middle. And I I noticed, and I, I want to, I'm definitely going to watch the game again on the 60 rewind in the next couple of days, just to really zero in on it more and see. But I saw a lot of defensive tackles putting their head down, shooting a gap and not even having their eyes up. And I, I, that I'm not a defensive line coach, and I, I, my God, they're coached so well by Phelps. I'm never going to overly criticize that. But, like, to your point about being super aggressive and maybe going on their own or maybe stepping outside of what they wanted to do. But this is, a, this, is a, this is an attacking defensive line. This is not a gap control, you know, one of these NFL style three, four type lines where your, your defensive linemen are basically trying to control one or two linemen and look, you know, their eyes are up immediately and looking for the ball, like, you know, gap control. This is, this is attacking lanes. And when you do that, you're susceptible to big mistakes. If you, if you don't stay in your lane or if they counter that and, and they attack where you, the area you're vacating. Um, I, I mean, I, I brought this to you yesterday, but, you know, one of the biggest weaknesses we've had over the last several years, going back to Alex Grinch, is the, the ridiculous, at times, over-pursuit and how victim we are to play, teams like Washington, who are so good 
at using that pursuit against you. And I remember reading something a couple of years ago talking about Hercules Mata'afa and some of the struggles he had against UW, where they would, there was some quote about how some of the line schemes were built upon letting him go to where he wanted to shoot and ride him through that and then cut back and attack the area he just vacated. Where a team like Stanford right. tries to tries to handle that a different way. We always have success against Stanford offensively for the most part, but a, a team like Washington is crafty enough to where they're, you know, they're cutting back and making you pay for all that vacated space. And Milo Hall, that's, that's a good little running back. He only averaged 3.6 yards a carry, but he carried it 31 times. He was tough to bring down. He's five foot eight and running low to the ground. He broke a lot of tackles um, but there was there looked like way too much real estate right over the middle. And I know Jahad Woods had a great game, a lot of good tackles. He, mm -hmm. So much for the the mystery caller, shoulder, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Travion Brown was all over the place, too. That guy, I don't know what they have to do. They, he has got to play. Uh, I, I mean, you, he's he's a heck of a of a young linebacker. But, um, yeah, there's there's something missing in the in the absolute middle. Now, I will say this. In defense of that, I heard McDougal after the game in the post game. He said there were some things for the second week in a row. They did things very differently those first few, the first half or so that they saw on film. Same thing with New Mexico State when they waltzed up and down the field for the first couple of possessions and then nothing after that. There was a, there's an adjustment period that's going on with these guys, and it maybe this is just going to be this kind of defense that that needs to get their feet wet, needs to get comfortable before you're going to start seeing some production. I, 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 maybe they're just going to be this team that's just slow to adjust defensively versus years past with Peyton Puller in the middle anchoring everything and all the jumping around and all that stuff. You know, maybe, maybe it's just going to be a slower, slower role this time of year. So what do you think? Oh, I said a lot. Sorry. <laughs> No, it's good. I mean, I, I, I hope that, that what you're saying is, is spot on. I, you know, the, the thing that we've talked about um, offline is that there's, there's a really fine line between, um, you know, the guys about playing the guys that you have right now that are the most, that, that are showing themselves to be the most game ready and also presumably are the ones who are practicing the best. Yeah. Um, versus identifying the folks that give you the best opportunity to be good down the road and to be able to compete with the upper division teams in the league. Um, and my biggest concern is, is, that, um, is that I see guys that are playing that I understand that they may be the, 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 the best for, for, for the time right now, but, but are not the types of guys um, that are going to get the job done down the road. Um, like not and, as high end, not, not as high ceiling talents yeah, wise. Is that what you're exactly, going? Okay. So, exactly. So I, you know, I, I, I look at, um, um, you know, I think that, you know, we don't know what's going on with McDougal, but McDougal's the best knows that we have. Probably um, he, 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 maybe he he's not as be, consistent because I sure saw a few plays where he was. I, I agree. Not in but it. I think, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, and, and he, he looks heavier than the spring too. I wonder, he does. you know, if, if, if he gained, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of weight and that's one of the, he's not, not in shape. And yeah. Um, but, um, uh, but you know, I, 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 I thought Dallas Hobbs um, yesterday um, looked like a far superior uh, tackle. 
than uh, than the existing starter, who I think uh, would be really really great as an end with Namdi. Um, and I think you know you talked. Are you about, talking about, about Will training. Rogers or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Okay. And uh, um, who I think is an end by definition. Vicky's really good there. Um, I've seen him struggle now three games in a row um, from that tackle position, um, just seeming like he's not um, physically imposing enough. No, he's very um, long, you know. Yeah. He looks like a, a prototype defensive end more than he a, a defensive tackle. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but, you know, so we're not getting the penetration. We don't have Jalen and Peyton Pelour that are, you know, shooting these gaps, you know, before it is that things develop. I mean, we're not seeing – you know, we're seeing where it is that we're missing tackles. We're missing them to the line of scrimmage instead of two to three yards in the backfield, which is what it is that we saw last year. And again, you know, maybe those things will change. Um, but then, then you, you know, you see like a guy like Travian Brown, who, um, uh, you know, just the eye test. Hell of a player. Um, the guy is, he's yeah. big, he's fast, he's around the ball constantly. Um, you know, he should be, he should be a top three guy in the linebacker rotation. Yeah. Um, and, um, and right now he's like fourth or fifth. Um, so, um, so, you know, there, there are, um, you know, there, there are, uh, there are folks who aren't playing enough right now that I think have much higher upsides. And I think that you have to go with the upsides, it's, especially given that we're seeing that, that, you know, the, the defense that we've seen in the last two weeks, and again, things can change radically, you know, once it is that the quality of the opposition increases and you got guys that are that are dialed in and focused in a very, very different way. Um, but a, but I'd say there's like four or five guys out of our existing defense that I just don't it doesn't look to me like they're working out very well. Um, and and if you're going to go to, you know, a second set of options, um, now would probably be a pretty good time to do it. Well, you know, and probably important to realize too, we had two games against lower level quality opponents. I look at it now, especially now it's in the rear view. It's like two games of a preseason schedule, essentially. This is the time to figure this stuff out. This is the time to get guys out there, try different combinations, see who works where, and then let's go. And they've got two full games of tape now to, to really gnash their teeth over. We got a short week and it's, it's, it's go time. Now the season starts Friday, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And it, but, it, but it's still, you know, we talked in the, in the preseason about how it is that the season, you know, in the main is set up really, really nicely for us to be able to identify what we have and what we don't and, and to make some adjustments as we build towards, you know, the, the all important game uh, against Utah and, and I certainly think, you know, that, that Houston has the potential to be able to, uh, to, to, you know, if things go really wrong to really lay the wood to us, but, um, but there's, there are enough holes there and my God, UCLA. Yeah. Um, they look pretty that, vulnerable all of a sudden that, yeah, that, you know, that there, that there is an opportunity to be able to say, okay, we, you know, we were hoping or we thought that things were going to go this way. It looks like they may not. So now let's make some adjustments and yeah. it's, much better to uh, to you know have learned the lessons that we've that we've learned through the first two weeks of, of the year than to have you know been where we were at you know in in uh, 2011 or whatever Paul Wolf's last year where it is you know you blow a couple teams you know 
out out of the gate and then you find yourself in the second and third quarter at San Diego State realizing that 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 you have a lot of issues that you didn't realize you had right um I mean you know at this point in time like like we can all see what those issues are yeah no there's there are issues no, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I agree with you there yeah. are issues I'm not saying there aren't no, I I I, I yeah. just think it's great that, that I, I think it's great that we learned them because you could very easily you know gone through a game like yesterday and won the game seventy six to six you know or whatever yeah. it is that Oregon did to Nevada and come out of there feeling like everybody feeling like they're invincible and uh, and clearly um, you know those coaches were up uh, pretty late last night I'm sure trying to be able to figure out about what the next steps are right well and and that's know, great and to and in the in the bigger picture too. You know, it's important to keep everything in perspective as far as teams are going to score points in the, in college football. I don't care who you're Absolutely. playing. I mean, Absolutely. I remember yesterday people were like, holy shit, Nevada is giving Oregon a scare early. What was the final score of that game? 77? Did Oregon put hang 77 on Nevada? 77 to, I think it was 77 to 6. And it was like 7 to 6 early and people, you know, Twitter's freaking out. Oh, Oregon's in trouble. Herbert's not that good. What, what was the final score? Yeah. 70 unanswered. Right, right, yeah. So you see how, how it can go? I mean, it, it's the same way of saying, oh, my God, it's 14-7. Washington State only has a seven-point lead going into the second quarter. And then next thing you know, it's 52-10. to 10. I mean, we, we held them to 139 yards passing. I mean, I, I don't want to shit on the, on the secondary. I think the secondary is actually playing pretty well, all things considered. Well, it, it's it's hard to know because you know the the you know rule number one of, of defense is stop the run. Yeah, and, and they didn't, and and yeah. they didn't. So no. you know, um, so they still got, couldn't got to get that. Got to get that. Got to get that short up. Yeah, and and uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna be. Uh, I, I think we're gonna be a bend and you know don't break outfit all year. So you know, I mean, the name of the game, you know, is is to is to is is to be serviceable and. You know, it'd be great if we could be holding teams to between, you know, 27 and 30, 32 or whatever else. And right. you know, the concern that I have is that is that the defense that I saw yesterday is, is a defense that's going to give up 38 to 41 points on Friday night. Possibly. Um, yeah. With the team and, that can uh, run the ball and that will run the ball from the quarterback position. Yeah, that's scary. Um, and, so. and, that, and, and that just puts a lot of pressure on the offense. And uh, yeah. and and uh, so. Um, so, yeah. It's only going to get tougher from here on out. I think that's pretty clear too. The um, a, a good thing was the four takeaways yesterday. I mean, that's getting back more to that Alex Grinch identity that we used to have about you know turnovers and all that stuff. And we're like twenty five and five in our last thirty games where we've had multiple turnovers or multiple takeaways in a game. They fumbled six times yesterday, and we recovered four of them. I know that the way football goes. I mean, you. It, it's rare to see a team fumble that much, but it's also, I mean, the, the way the ball bounces, fumble recoveries are almost always luck. In a lot of ways, it's luck. So uh, we're probably not going to be as fortunate to get four. Maybe we'll get two, you know, on a, on a normal day. Um, but the secondary, you know, there, there was no interceptions. And um, maybe it's just going to be one of these, you know, like you say, the bend, but don't break. But we're not, you know, with a new secondary, maybe there's just not a lot of risk taking going on right now, too. Um, there were some mistakes, but um, yeah, I, I, I uh, we have our hands full this coming week, no doubt about it. But let's see how we yeah. adjust to. Let's see, let's see. You know, again, two two games of tape. They they've they've got a really good feel now of who can do what in game situations, or who needs to correct, or who needs to play more. 
and they've, they've got data now that they didn't have three weeks ago um, that they can use. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, and I, I circle it back to it can always be worse. <laughs> it could be Tennessee, you know, Tennessee losing, losing a, a game they should have won. <laughs> Probably against BYU. Oh, I, and, yeah. I, 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 I think I think it could, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. And, you know, the bottom line is is that we really haven't given up that many points, irrespective of the opposition, and uh, we're averaging what fifty eight and a half points a game right now. Yeah. Um, and number um, one in the conference having, in scoring and scoring defense. Having benched our our starters, you know, in the fourth quarter for for each of those uh, those games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I think that, um, that, I mean, we should, we should, we should all be super happy. Um, and I, but, but I think that, you know, everybody, everybody is, is feeling, I think more or less the same thing, which is that, um, which is that when you look at the offense, um, and you kind of, and you, you know, wed that with, uh, with some of the results from yesterday, um, you know, I think that it's very clear that this team has the very real potential to be, a contender for the conference and, 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 you know, the extent to which it is that that becomes a, a real possibility heading into November is going to be, you know, whether or not this defense is able to develop. Yep. Yep. We're going to find out a lot next week. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple other things that I actually liked to, I wanted to touch on real quick. Uh, eight of eight in the red zone. Gotta like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> including seven touchdowns. That's that's ridiculously efficient, you know. Yeah, um, and the one and the and the one and the one that wasn't a touchdown was because the clock ran out at the end of the half. Yeah, and know? they were mad so, they didn't get a touchdown. Yeah. They're reluctantly yeah. trudging out to kick a field goal. Yeah, that was not yeah. a. Uh, it didn't feel like a win in any way. And they only, you know, it, was, it felt like oh, they ran all over us. Only two red zone opportunities for uh, for Northern Colorado. So you know, there, there's your bend but don't break right there. Um, also 10 yards, of, 10 yards per play, 10.4 yards per play. That's a first down a play. That's a, that's a that's lot. Crazy. That's I know a that's a lot, but the, the only 57 plays because Colorado or Northern Colorado had the 36 to 24 time of possession advantage, but they also ran it 54 times. So, um, but the, they had 5.1 yards per play. That's too much for a team like that. You, you can't be giving up a first down every two plays against Northern Colorado. You just can't. So, um, now maybe it's the best of both worlds though for the coaches because you know deep down they're like thank God we're two and zero and and have looked pretty good in a lot of ways but we also have some things we can really be salty about this week so it's a good kick them in the ass moment but you're not doing it when you're zero and two you're doing it when you're two and zero um, the other thing too you know the lightness of the of the early part of the schedule and maybe it is a a focus issue with young guys who are probably you know, they hear what's going on out there. They know the praise and the social media stuff and how excited were they really to play Northern Colorado? Well, I mean, it, it's easy to, to peek ahead to next Friday night. You know, we're, they're, they're human beings. They're young kids learning. Um, that's natural, right? So, yeah, I, I, you know, again, I mean, I, I think that there's, that there's good reason to believe that aspects of things are going to improve once it is that the competition, you know, improves and you get a week of practice that has a different level of focus to it because of the seriousness of, uh, of the, of the opponent. Absolutely. Um, but, but, but I do think that the coaches have got some real big um, dilemmas on their hands about, you know, what it is that they do with some of the people that they've, 
given a lot of time uh, time to versus guys that are currently behind them that have better upsides and you know, is this the week that you do that? Or is UCLA the week that you do I that? I think this will um, be the week to do that, not to interrupt I, you I mean, there. But I, I agree. I mean, yeah. I think that, you know, as much as we, you know, all want to think about, you know, you know, total number of wins and implications for national consideration if you lose if you lose on Friday night. But the bottom line is, is Friday night's a non-conference game. Doesn't mean crap towards the bigger goal of, of, of conference records and competing for, a, you know, conference championship or whatever else. But but, you know, again, I mean, Hobbs to me looked really good. I, I was, I was really, um, uh, you know, where uh, I was encouraged to be able to hear, I'm going to kind of jump around a little bit that, yeah. that, uh, that, that Dominic Sibbles, uh, is dealing with a personal issue, um, and could potentially be back this week, especially given the fact that stone isn't going to be able to play in the first half because of the, the targeting call. Um, yeah. he, by the, he, by the way, looked really good. He did. Um, he got some pressure. So um, laid that dude out. <laughs> he laid yeah, him out. Yeah. 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 So um. So it'll it, it'll be it'd be great if Civils uh, could come back. I thought Hobbs looked great uh, yesterday. Um. I thought that uh, that uh, you know who I didn't even know was even on the roster. Um. Uh. Number ninety nine sweets. Uh. Nicholas. Oh, sorry. Uh, Nicholas Sheets. Yeah. Um. And uh, true freshman. Um. He looked. He looked pretty good. Um, so I think he had a half other, tackle for loss. Yeah. yeah um, and he was active. Yeah. He looked disruptive. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see about, um, we'll see about what it is that they do there. Um, Cause you, you know, those guys need to be in the backfield or th- that defense doesn't work. Yeah. Well, um, and, and, and to the, to, to one, one point though, they were getting penetration. It just wasn't very good. Against, we, were, we were getting gashed with, with – we were giving up too much real estate in the middle of the field by penetrating, you know, and over-pursuing. I, I they were getting they, in there. Well, I thought they were getting in there in terms of generating a pass rush. I didn't think that they were getting in there on routine running plays. Well, I was seeing yeah. – I, I, uh, and, you know, again, my – you know, I'm a little bit slow with my eyes in real time, and I don't get to see, you know, stuff on replay. But for the most part, my eyes were – on the defensive line the entire game because I just wasn't really concerned with, you know, scoring. Um, yeah. and, and, and I just, you know, the, the, the second level guys played better than the first level guys. Yeah. As the game wore on. Yeah. They, they definitely. So, and there's um, adjustments that go into that too, but clearly. Yeah. 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 So. All right. All right. So we want to talk really briefly about anything else uh, that we saw yesterday before we, uh, before we get ready to move on to the rest of the week later in the week. You want to talk Pac-12? Sure. Go ahead. Quite a, quite a day of uh, misses by me. I, I think I, half my picks were uh, wrong. <laughs> I mean, Texas LSU, I thought Texas was going to roll there. I loved, uh, I loved Stanford and USC. I thought Stanford for sure was going to win that game. Uh, I loved the Beaver Believers. I thought they were going to be okay. I thought UCLA would gut one out. They didn't. I, I, yeah, yeah, not a good day picking the pack. <laughs> what do you think? There, there, there's, I thought, there, oh, I thought Washington would roll too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, 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 there's a reason why it is that, uh, that, that, that members of the WSU football blog editorial board don't ever go to Vegas and ever. gamble. Um, yeah, on I football. thought. Yeah, my my uh, well, football's the easiest one too. Basketball's the worst. Oh, you know, like 20, 20 point game. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, 
four point game and you get a free Here throw shooting contest. Yeah, yeah. Just, that was a terrible. terrible. Um, I thought um, uh, I started to think that USC was potentially going to be a real nightmare as we got closer to um, the start of the year, and uh, then they lost Daniels and and you know almost kicked one against Fresno State, and I thought to myself, well, maybe not. And then I I, I posted on Twitter yesterday that that I felt that, that SC had to go two and two against uh, the gauntlet that they have with Stanford and uh, UW and uh, Utah and, um, and Notre Dame. And so I thought yesterday was essentially Helton playing for his job. Um, you know, they reeled off what, I mean, something like, like 42 unanswered or something like that yesterday or, or, well, had, or it, it was 21 zero in the second half. They shut him out in the second half. Uh, yeah, I mean, just absolutely laid the wood to Stanford, and that and that and that the backup, who's now the starter, um, was uh, was throwing the ball really well to you know four receivers that looked really really good. Tyler Vaughn had a good um, game. Yeah, they're 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 a nightmare, um, and they may be you know because of the fact that they're SC and because of coaching issues and whatever else. I mean they may wind up being, you know, just really up and down from week to week. Um, but, but if I was Utah and if I was Washington, I wouldn't be excited about playing them. I sure as hell know that I'm glad that we don't play them. Um, they, They've got they, some they, dogs they, on defense too. They, they yeah, are still they, SC. There's still a level of talent there. That's like, well, yeah, they, they are yeah. all of a sudden, you know, a team that, um, and, and I think that we said on, on the, on a podcast a couple of weeks ago that, that uh, during game day, when, uh, when um, the bear was uh, asking about what unranked team do you think could, uh, could, could wind up being in, in, in the top 10 this year by, by season's end. And you know, in the same way that, that we were last year, because I think there's like seven or eight years where there's been a team that was unranked that finished, finished in the top 10. And I said that I thought, you know, the first team that came to mind was SC. Hmm. SC could very easily be in the top 10 by the first week in October. Um, so, uh, so I if think they beat that, Utah um, and Washington. UW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I, th- I thought that game was big, uh, self liker, not even going to do the, the, the humble brag for, uh, for picking the, the Colorado, uh, over Nebraska upset, um, two months in, 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 in advance. Um, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll jump the, the gun a little bit and say that my, my other big prediction, uh, which which I never made public, was that uh, was that Cal would wind up losing to Ole Miss, which is next week, which wouldn't surprise me at all. Would it surprise you? No, especially when you consider it's a road game and they've played. There's, I think they're still playing. <laughs> they're still playing right game now, right? still going, and it's almost 10 a.m. Pacific on Sunday. Yeah. They're still going. Yeah. yeah, it's still going. Get back, and then and then and then I think still country. running that trick play. And then go cross country and then, uh, you know, wind up playing, you know, in Oxford, Mississippi, you know, in about 105 degree uh, high humidity weather. I mean, just crazy. Um, Yeah. And uh, and poor Beavs, poor Bruins. um, You know, it's it's uh, it's I think it's going to wind up being the conference that we thought it was going to be, which is that, you know, you have these. Too many teams that are that that are of the ilk of you know you can beat anybody on it on any given week and then lose to anybody and get blown out uh, 
while doing that on any given week. And in terms of, you know, people wanting to do the transitive property thing, which yeah. is, you know, what happens in these national discussions, of course. um, boy, oh boy, it's going to, it's, it's going to be hard for the, for the league to be able to, uh, to, 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 to gain traction. But, um, but man, oh man, what a big deal for us to, uh, to already have Washington with, with that, with that loss. Um, an inner division loss. An inner division at loss home. It, at home. It's, it's big. Just, it is, it is so big um, in terms of, uh, of, you know, allowing, you know, for example, loss at Utah to, uh, to not, you know, put us way back in terms of, in terms of our divisional aspirations. Um, yesterday was a good day for us. A really good day for us. Yeah, not a great day for the conference, but a good day for us for sure. Um, I agree. Something else that jumped out: Northern Arizona put up forty-one on Arizona. Uh, that's not good. That's a lot of points to uh, to allow there. Uh, and the beef heartbreak was tough for them. Um, they were moving the ball, and they had they you know they didn't score in the second half either, though. So it's like. A lot of incomplete, uneven performances early on. Yeah, I, uh, and you have to look look at you know the Oregon State coaching situation and and the UCLA coaching situation as two yeah. um, as two jobs that all of a sudden you know look like they could be really really unstable. And obviously, Jonathan Smith's going to get another year, but um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, they got they have a they have a tough road. You get through two out of your three non conference games, and you're zero and two. Um, you got to wonder where those wins are going to come from. Right. And I mean, UCLA with Oklahoma next and then at in Pullman, of course. And um, yeah, there's, there's not, there might be two or three wins on that entire schedule if you're being realistic about it right now anyway. So um, I was really impressed with USC too. That backup quarterback, <laughs> he looks like a starter to me. Uh, and, you know, I know we touched on that with, with long ball on Friday about, Boy, the air raid's going to look like crap. It's too bad. <laughs> they put up 45, and the kid throws for, you know, almost 380 yards. And uh, Yeah, it looked pretty good to me. So, yeah, and their, uh, stable of running, their stable of running backs looks really, look really explosive. I mean, they're, they're, they're a handful. They're going, they could be if they stay healthy yeah. and focused, yeah, which is yeah. always a question for them. Now they got to yeah. go back. they got to go on the road to BYU. Never, never easy. I don't care how good or bad BYU happens to be. That's always a difficult road game. Um, and then of course they get Utah and Washington and Notre Dame. So that's, it's, it's a, it's still a lot of really good teams in front of them, but we'll see. Where do you think, um, where do you think Washington's going to be ranked? I, I haven't, has the poll already come out? I have not it, seen it it. it. it may already be out or it may be coming out in, in two minutes. They should not be ranked. Brett, um, I saw Brett and... Murphy posted his ballot and he dropped them. Yeah, um, dropped I, them. I, I know that Wilner like Wilner kept them in there at 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 nineteen or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think I think he stuck Cal way up at like sixteen or whatever. Number one, um, <laughs> first place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is is uh two and zero oh, baby. But, um, but you know they 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 should be out because because SC should be in. Uh, Nebraska's falling out. Cal should be, Cal should be in by virtue of going up to Seattle and winning, and then Stanford. You know one Stanford should be out. Um, one of the the surprising uh, national games yesterday, and and, and people were um, were putting the the cues on on upset alert oh. um, all all week. But God. what Maryland wound up doing to uh, to Syracuse yesterday was amazing, and um, 
and and they wound up putting up you know 77 or something like that the week before that you know I, I watched them and I watched them in, in, the, in that great game uh, that Ohio State pulled out in the last minute in overtime last year Maryland is explosive they have um, been explosive yeah, yeah they, they got something explosive. going on they yeah to- they totally do I mean that Big Ten East is it's just a freaking nightmare um but uh, they should be ranked. So, um, so I just don't see where if, – if I was a voter, um, I just don't know how I could justify keeping Washington in um, when you have you know, a team that just beat them in their own backyard that needs to be in. USC deserves to be in by virtue of what they did to Stanford. And, and Maryland has got to be in. So I, I, I think they got – if people are watching, they, they, they got to be voted out. But see, I think um, – I think... I think, I think with Washington, I don't, I don't. How how bad do you penalize them? It's such a weird game with the two and a half hour rain, you know, lightning delay, and they only lost by a point on almost a walk off situation field goal against a this, you know a, a good team. It's it's a, it's a tragic loss for them. It's a it's a tough loss for them. But I don't. I wouldn't call it a bad loss. No, but 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 early in the season when you have a loss, or there are other teams that that have like Syracuse, you know, uh, or Maryland beating Syracuse, you know, sixty three to ten or whatever it is that that score was, sixty three to twenty. Yeah. Um. You know that that deserves to be in over a team that's that's uh that's one and one. That's one and one. That, that, yeah. That, no. that just kicked a home game, and I, it go, it yeah. goes exactly to you know what your point was earlier, which is that you know th- this was a big loss for Washington. It puts them behind the eight ball. Um, but it's not necessarily going to be predictive. I mean, God, I hope it is, um, but it's not necessarily, <laughs> predi- you know, it's not necessarily predictive of, of what's going to happen with them, you know, moving forward. And they could very easily by the end of the month be right back as a one loss, you know, top 20 team if they take care of business against, you know, SC and whatever else. Um, but, um, but for now at one and one um, against a team that, that, that certainly, I mean, Cal's defense is fantastic, but their and, and their oh. offense um, you know, is, is, it may challenged. be a lot, it, it's still challenged, yeah. um, you know, at home and they can and, run a uh, little bit, they can run a little bit. I'll give them that. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's a little scary with the scrambling quarterback. He's, he's got a little extra gear. So yeah, well, the change a couple of times. There, there's, there, there, there won't be anybody in, uh, in Cougar nation that will feel uh, good about anything heading headed into that game in Berkeley. So, you know, no, no, we'll be gripping. We we respect Kelp plenty, but yeah. So I, I would definitely have them out and, you know, if they they probably should, you know, if they're, if they're in, they should be somewhere around 25. Um, I don't think they should be in. We shall see. We shall see. All right, my man. Well, I think that's uh, that puts a bow on uh, week two, and uh, we'll hit week three pretty hard here midweek. Uh, lot football to chew Friday. on. Yeah, football, football Friday, Friday on Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our new Sunday Wednesday. Maybe we get uh, special guest star Longball. Maybe not. Maybe special okay. guest star Huddy. Maybe not. Uh, I liked Huddy's tweets yesterday. Doing a, another great job with the. Uh, Take the over next week, and then Take someone the asked over. him, "Who are you picking?" He just says, "Cougars." There you go. Can't lose. I got to bet you can't lose on over and Cougars. There you go. So, Bam. Yeah, very, very, uh, very huddy like. So, anything else? Are you good? I'm good. Undefeated, two and zero. Life is good. 
NFL's uh, back. televised game. NFL starts it starts up today and, and completely in earnest. Given that Thursday was such a dirt ball game, and uh, yeah, go Cougs, man. Sixty degrees in rain today, right now. The fall is here. So I know it's ninety five and whatever else where you are the swelter of the South, but yeah, it's all arrived I, I quickly think, here. Yeah, and and you know the light sto- uh, lightning storm, you know pictures that were pretty impressive. It's uh, it's. Yeah, it's it's um it's going to be a uh, a very uh, temperate uh, ninety six degrees uh, today, uh, in uh, the mighty Tuscaloosa with uh with high humidity. So, um, well, it's going to be I think upper sixties in uh, drizzle for the Seahawks. So uh, you get a chance to check in on that. It'll it'll, it'll feel like mid October, uh, which is okay, I guess. Football, football. Oh, so it's great. Here we man. are falls falls greatest time of the year. It is. All right, go Cougs. Talk, talk soon. Take care. Okay, all right, bye.